1: Welcome, everyone. I'm excited to be connecting with you today as we connect in for the author's journey, where we have candid, real conversations, pulling back the curtain a little bit, talking with amazing, best-selling and award-winning authors as we invite them to share their journey with us to empower us on our journey. Welcome, Thrilled to have you joining us today. And I want to make sure you get the most out of our time together today. It's so easy to be here in half listening, kind of half here as we're multitasking and doing other things. I want to encourage you to choose to be fully present. Choose to be poured into, to receive. That this time is for you to be able to be still and to receive and really take that moment to stop, pause, breathe, and give yourself a moment to catch up with yourself. Let's be mindful and purposeful in our journey. Let's really hear and receive everything that is here for us. Part of Going faster, which I so often we want to do, I believe is actually slowing down a little so that each step we're taking is purposeful and mindful. It's not just movement and activity for for movement's sake, but it's purposeful. It's mindful. So as we take a breath, bringing in that beautiful oxygen to every cell of our body, it helps us become present catch up with ourselves, lower our stress levels, and actually open up space so we can hear and receive. So in this space, as we are connecting in, leaning in, slowing down for a moment, opening up to receive, I invite you to check in. See what is it you need today on your journey. What is supportive of you? What will support you and empower you to be who you want to be and how you want to be as you're on the journey that you're choosing to be on? So, those goals, the things we're wanting to accomplish, are you remembering to be who you want to be and how you want to be on that journey? It's just feel in. See? What is it that you need today that will support you? And particularly with the opportunity of having an amazing expert joining us today to pour into you and support you on your journey, this individual is so accomplished in so many different ways, has an amazing heart, amazing gifting. Now you have her coming alongside you. I want you to feel that support and knowing that you have that support, what is it that you need and are willing to receive? Because you have choice. Just feel into that and see. Great. And with that, we're gonna take another breath. Come back into the room, eyes open, fully present. Take a moment to write down what it is that you need And are willing to receive, particularly knowing you have an award-winning, best-selling author here to pour their wisdom and insight and support into you. What is it you need today? What are you looking for? What are you willing to receive? By writing it down, you're keeping it top of mind. And as we continue our conversation today, I want to encourage you to take notes. Don't just hear it, but write it. Capture the information. And if you find there's even more that you're looking for and you're wanting to understand, we're going to let you know how to connect with our amazing experts so you can take it to that next level. So take notes, lean in. I know you're going to love our amazing guest. Let's connect in with her on a heart level. Dr. Cheryl, when we took a moment to stop, pause, and listen, what was laid on your heart?
2: Good morning, everyone. This is amazing to look at the art of confidence, is what was on my heart to make sure that I could serve your audience well and be confident in the moment when I'm going to be vulnerable and peek behind that curtain because not all of it's as great as we hope it to be, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, well, I support you in that confidence and um, I thank you for your courage to pull back the curtain and to share. It's so valuable to have people that are willing to lean in and be open and transparent in the journey with us so that we can see what it's really like (laughs) and be encouraged and empowered in that way. So thank you for sharing. I appreciate that.
2: Well, I'm very happy to be here and hope that my advice might resonate with your authors-to-be because there are some interesting hiccups in the journey that it's easier to know if they're coming and how to manage them so that they don't take you out.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Well, let me give our listeners a little bit of background on our amazing uh, Dr. Cheryl so that we know a little bit more about her. So she is known, this is Dr. Cheryl Lentz, sometimes known as Dr. C, as the academic entrepreneur. She's a unique combination of a speaker, professor. She has one foot in academia and one foot in the business and entrepreneurial space. She is an amazing publisher, an amazing writer. She has been published more than 44 times with 25 writing awards. She's a best-selling author, international best-selling author, professor, speaker, and consultant, and TEDx speaker. Very excited about that. She has been quoted as a top professional, by ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. And she is passionate about helping you discover how to fail sooner and faster so you can succeed more quickly and powerfully in your life. Please lean in and warmly welcome the powerful Dr. Cheryl Lentz to the show.
2: Welcome! I always love your introductions. It always makes me feel like I'm in a cast of thousands. It's so wonderful to be here, and I'm happy that I can share some of the things that have happened that will hopefully inspire and give some confidence to your authors.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'd like for you to share a little bit about why did you become passionate about writing and publishing. I mean, this 44 times is not by accident (laughs) and (laughs) award-winning. So, why, why did that become important to you, and what encouraged you to write that first piece?
2: A little bit of background as the college professor part of me. When I graduated with a doctorate, this is an encouragement for when you spend so many years doing a Great wealth of research We want to be able to share that research out in the public and not keep it to ourselves nor do we just do this just to be able to complete our doctoral journey. And I actually, a little bit of ego here, I waited until I finished that journey to earn my doctor title before I published the very first one. So it's just a little bit of ego, and many authors will often say this, is that I just want to publish a book, and I didn't know why initially. I simply was told, because I'm now a doctoral scholar, I should, and it's encouraged, and off to the races we went, so to speak. But as I got into writing... I found a a love of it in the ability to do just not academic writing, because I would say maybe about half of the things that I have published is academic-related, but part of this is this ability to change the world. Sounds a little naive, Mm -hmm. I understand, but as a doctoral scholar, we are supposed to be the 1%, and if not who, then, then who... If not us, then who? Then if not now, then when? And I take that responsibility seriously of there's a responsibility that I now assume is being part of this community. And so when I started my first books, it was the what can I share? And then more people requesting me to share. And then it was amazing with all the additional research and writing and starting my own company, because part of where the publishing came from, which encouraged its future writing, is a lot of this writing gets stuck in academia. And that to me is a big passion of mine because we spend years and years and years doing all this research. And then we realize that it's such a formulaic process in a doctoral dissertation that few will actually read it. One of my graduates now, I have 74 grads now, and one of them was 676 pages. And I know most public will not read that because it's very Mm -hmm. academic gobbledygook is what we call it. But being able to know there are pearls of wisdom in that research that we need to help people saying, well, why did you do your research? What do we do with it? How do we make money at it? How do we benefit from what you did as opposed to it just sitting in there and getting stuck? I formed a company to be able to use an anthology format in publishing so we could take that 676 pages and put it down to maybe 10 to 12 pages and refine it and write it with our marketing hats, less academia, so that we could connect with what we found to how it can benefit and build that bridge. And so there's where my heart center came from and having a passion to build that bridge of getting things out of academia into the hands of people can use it, hence the academic entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and straddling both worlds. I love it. I love it.
1: Thank you so much for sharing some of what um, started that desire and um, that passion to create a publishing Um, company and to be able to bring that valuable information to the world I appreciate that and um, the world I believe is um, going to be richly blessed by having access to the the pearls in there and not having to read 646 pages but 10
2: (laughs) to be able to have exactly and to call it down that, mm-hmm. that piece of an elephant, right? How do you eat the elephant? You don't swallow it whole, you put it into a more digestible. Uh, format, and this is really some good advice for your authors, is to look at how do you connect with your audience? Because if you don't have the connection, if you don't get them hooked, if you don't give them a reason to keep reading, you'll lose them, and you'll lose the opportunity to offer the pearls of wisdom and the information that you came to share Mm. with the world. You have to put it in a format that they're willing to receive. If not, that connection is lost, and so are the benefits.
1: Beautiful. I love that. So really um, making it easy to read and understand and less is more kind of bringing, bringing that forward. Exactly. So it's, it's distilled down. And for those of you who aren't familiar what an anthology is, that's when multiple authors, co-authors come together to write a section in a book. So frequently they'll write a chapter or an essay and then come together and bring that book under a current subject. So sometimes they're called book compilations, but I just, any of our listeners today, if that's a new word for you or a new concept, um, wanted to let you know. And those are really great types of formats to look at in um, bringing your story forward, bringing your book forward. I know when I started my first writing was in anthologies, and I felt like I could write a chapter. I can do that. That's a good way to start. And I find a lot of our authors um, start that way as well as, as writing a chapter. Um, so with that, um, really fast, Dr. Cheryl, because we're getting ready to go to our first commercial break here. Can you share, because um, I know you do both academic types of books that you bring forward, but you also bring other types of books forward. So you can share just briefly about that?
2: Sure. We have an academic series just for doctoral scholars, which is that anthology format called The Refractive Thinker. We now uh, have done 21 volumes in that, and that's one of the imprints of my company by The Refractive Thinker Press. The other two imprints, we have a children's book uh, narratory Press, and then we have our business books, Pincero Press, and it's anywhere from someone's memoirs to a business book, someone who wants to write even an academic book that's individual, that they want to do the whole book, and I agree with you that some people will get a little intimidated by the process, so putting your toe in the water by doing a chapter of a book is a really great way to start, and then it can lead into actually having your own books, and so we have yeah. A variety of imprints with our company to be able to look at the variety of interests that many of our authors who've joined us over the years. And so now we have business books, we have doctoral books, we have entrepreneur books, and we have children's books. Beautiful. Thank you for
1: sharing. We are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. And as we do that, listeners, I encourage you to take a couple moments and write down some thoughts. Have you thought about um, writing a chapter. Maybe that's a good way to bring your message forward, bring your book forward and work in a collaborative space. Or are you having a story, a message, something that you're feeling pressed upon your heart, your spirit to bring forward that that is really calling and going to help you um, reach more people with your message. So just sink into that, take a couple moments to feel and take some notes. And as we and and here's the other thing. Thing, now that you know a little bit about Dr. Cheryl and kind of her range of expertise maybe you have some questions things you're wondering that you would love to ask her so please make note of those as well we're going to hopefully cover most of that information in our conversation but if not again I'll let you know how you can connect with her at a deeper level so we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes
0: Join Rebecca Hall Greider every week for her new podcast, The Author's Journey. Spend some time getting to know best-selling expert authors, discuss and listen to their journey, and find out what works for them and what hasn't. If you're an aspiring author, you'll want to hear their amazing tips that help you in your own author's journey. Each program helps you discover your own gifts and bring them and your message forward. The Author's Journey. Listen for new episodes on the Voice America Variety
3: Channel.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes that you had an opportunity to kind of sink into the information Dr. Cheryl was sharing a little bit and feel in and even explore that idea of maybe starting with a chapter versus trying to tackle a whole book um, all at once and just kind of feeling into that and weighing into that uh, um, concept and idea. And as we are talking a little bit behind the scenes, I wanted to go back in time with Dr. Cheryl a little bit. She has, is so accomplished and has been published so many times, awards, bestseller, has been recognized by major media. But Dr. Cheryl, I wanted to go back in time and what was it like when you got that that first award? Can you share what that experience was like?
2: Absolutely. A matter of fact, I'm looking at my wall and it's very impressive when you have the I love me wall with all of them, but you go back to your first mm-hmm. and certain ones are more special than others. And it was amazing to think that we would have something. It's a confirmation. It's a validation because a lot of people told me what I was doing was wrong wasn't going to be well-received, couldn't be done, no one's ever done it before. And when you have that validation by that first award, you kind of smile, and it gives you that inner feast, going, I knew it would work, I knew it would work. And now you have the world that agrees with you. And that, that was really special, and it helped us continue going when there's a lot of a lot of disappointment sometimes and a lot of frustration and a lot of particularly being an entrepreneur and a business owner that these kind of awards kind of go, yeah. And you get that gold star and you're like, let's do it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Thank you for sharing. And what about when you decided to do um, a best selling approach to bringing your book forward and what was that journey like and what, um, I guess, were there surprises in that? And did you um, find that it shifted things or didn't shift things? I'm just curious.
2: Well, I know there was a point that Many of my authors were looking for, is there all? Is that all there is? Because when you build it, they won't come unless they know it's there. And so we started off my company in the early years with simply being a traditional publisher. And by that, I mean a job of a publisher is my job is to make the book happen. And the idea is making that book come out into the world. But the challenge was, is how does everybody know about it? And so we connected with having that media campaign to at least make the initial launch into the world and that celebration, like you one would have a baby, right? You have this whole big, enamored, wonderful party to be able to let people know that it's there because we discovered very quickly, and I don't know if your listeners know this, but it's a little more than 970,000 books that are published every year on Amazon. And that's just every year. So how are you going to get people to know that your book is there unless you're going to promote it? And so this is the part where we added that best-selling campaign. And it has really risen our visibility and the ability for people to find us among all of the books that are out there and to continue to give them a reason to come back and see, hey, what else do you got? What's coming up? What are the interesting things? And to give them a bit of a taste of what media can look like.
1: Beautiful, and and with that um, that launch, that excitement, doing the campaign, that um, sudden visibility, were you have your authors been able to harness that? Do you have tips around that for anyone who's considering doing a best selling campaign? And actually, <laughs> even before we go there, <laughs> I want to I I, I want to emphasize something you said that a, a publisher publishes like he brings the book forward, doesn't mean there's necessarily that launch and sharing it out into the world. So I love that you've added that to what you're offering, to what you're bringing the world. So in doing that, as people are launching and they are getting this increased exposure, how can they harness that? What are some ways they can keep that going for themselves?
2: Well, that is the key opportunity. is many people, when they come to write a book, they're really not looking just to write the book. They're looking at a, how am I going to leverage my expertise of which a book is part of? And you really need to be your own project manager and your own advocate of being able to say, not just having a book, but to combine all of the media efforts. For example, I do a lot of radio interviews, a lot of TV, a lot of um, guest speaking, keynote speaking around the world. Being Being able to leverage all of those different things of publishing, of awards, of my TEDx um, talk, and things of that nature, that all goes part and parcel with a coordinated effort. But you have to tell the world, and this is the part where if you don't tell the world, the world won't know and that's the part that we need to help because a lot of people tend to be a little bit passive and i think there's the confidence piece as we put our books out there and we hope someone mm-hmm. will find us and the answer is maybe somebody may but we need to make sure that we ensure that by adding all of these other pieces to leverage that power and amazing things can happen
1: Beautiful. I I love that. So important to remember. We have to keep it going. Reshare it out. It's not just a one-time launch. The book and the work's done. It's in some ways beginning (laughs) to uh, be exactly right. Keep keep it going. Keep that visibility going. Keep it in the news. um, Sharing that out. Keeping it top of mind. But you can position off of that best-selling status. You can position off of the visibility that you've already gotten um, to be able to do that. And I know with your books, you put that um, seal right on the front showing best-selling. So at a glance, someone can see that um, that's the credibility. That's how the book's been received. So that's something the experts in the book or the writer of the book is able to leverage off of. Have you found that that's been supportive of them? Um, Any tips on how to leverage that?
2: Well, part of this is I think you need to start at the end and work backwards. And I use Mm -hmm. what's called an academic outcome-based approach. And so here's the professor part of me quickly, is the ability to say, what's the goal? If your goal is to be on stages, then you're going to be able to look at leveraging the book. If your goal is to be on podcast, if your goal is simply to establish yourself as an expert in your field, it's all a way of how do you keep that top of mind awareness, but be in control of your brand. And by Mm -hmm. being in control of your brand, then you know which of these tools will be most effective in moving you along that journey. And that's where I do more than just publish a book. I, as my company, is the ability to help leverage that and find out what my customer needs, not simply a one-size-fits-all and sell them the package. I want to be able to look at them. What do you need? What are your goals? And what can we use in our publishing bag of tricks, so to speak, to help them achieve there?
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Really important to understand where we're going <laughs> and, and what's Absolutely. the uh, best, most efficient way to, to get there. Um, beautiful. Thank you. Now, when... We start to write a book and we start to bring forward our transformational information or our journey. How does this fit in with, um, especially if we're newer, it's our first time, um, our ego can get a little involved in that. How do we work with that and through that to have it actually support us versus get in the way of what we're trying to bring forward?
2: That is, I think, the most important part of publishing and the writing experience is knowing where that ego fits in. And most of it, you need to leave it at the door because we're only going to get better. We're not experts all the time in every area that we do. And to be able to accept and receive criticism from our team, our publishing team, our editing team, our colleagues, our friends, and people who want us to do well, because you never get a second chance to make a first impression, and you want that first impression to be flawless and to be powerful, but that's difficult when we sometimes get in our own way, and even someone like me who has all of the books, I had to start with one, and let me tell you, if there's ego involved, when you're really passionate about your topic, but you have to understand there are experts that need to come. I'm not an expert in everything, certainly not in um, areas that I had to learn to do additional research, and sometimes you need to collaborate but you need to be open, you need to be teachable, and you need to understand that all of the information given to you as criticism is what we hear, but it's really feedback and the secret. Separate yourself, the person, lovely, wonderful, amazing, from the skill, the writing, and be coachable and teachable. Writing will improve, but I guarantee you it wasn't as great as it is now with my very first book, and I had to be open that I wasn't as good as I might have thought I might have been. Mm. Thank you for sharing.
1: Because sometimes it's when we're um, really leaning into bringing something forward and we're so excited about it, we're so passionate about it, but we're also so close to it.
3: <laughs> it's
1: hard uh-huh. to, you know, see the, the forest for the trees and it's hard to have a different perspective or even know how to have that information connect with the people we're trying to connect with. So, what a gift to have an expert come alongside and help with that, that we don't have to figure it all out on our own. <laughs> um, and exactly, that- but
2: we have to be open that they have expertise and can see what we may not, and to be able to thank them for, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you found that spelling error, or I thank you for that redirection, or maybe that point wasn't that clear. But you need to have that opportunity and... Bring it forward in as strong of a format as you can do because format is just as important as the topic itself.
1: I love this. I feel like this actually naturally fits into a free gift that you have made available for us. So do you mind if I bring that forward now? I just feel like it's perfect for what we're talking about. (laughs) So uh, one of the things that I just think is amazing uh, about Dr. Cheryl is her generosity and sharing. She actually has a couple of gifts she's going to make available for us today. And this is the first gift. <laughs> so I'd love for you to describe your gift and where they can get it. The idea
2: is the name of the book. It's an e-book called So You Think You Can Edit, and it's intentionally have with a bit of a whimsical title, because many people try to edit as they write, and this is a skill. I've been a professional editor for years, and this is a skill you need to learn, and so I'm offering a gift of an e-book. You can actually log into my website, www.LenzLeadership.com, and you can get a copy of the free e-book, or you can email me, Dr. at gmail.com, tell me where you heard me, tell me the name the book and I'll get you your e-book copy and maybe even spend a few minutes of time with you if you're lucky. If I have the time
1: I'm happy to do that. Beautiful. Thank you so much for making that available. Uh, Listeners, as we get ready to go to our first commercial break, I hope that you wrote that down and that you're really digesting and taking in this information and valuable insight and perspective that Dr. Cheryl is sharing with us today. Enjoy these two minutes. And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation. And I promise there is another gift waiting. So we'll look forward to talking to you in just two minutes.
0: Join Rebecca Hall Greider every week for her new podcast, The Author's Journey. Spend some time getting to know best-selling expert authors, discuss and listen to their journey, and find out what works for them and what hasn't. If you're an aspiring author, you'll want to hear their amazing tips that help you in your own author's journey. Each program helps you discover your own gifts and bring them and your message forward. The Author's Journey. Listen for new episodes on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed those two minutes, that opportunity to just stop and pause and breathe and take in what is being of service to you, what is speaking to your heart, to your spirit, to your mind, and perhaps even shifting a little bit of how. You have looked at your journey, or how you have looked at bringing your book, your message forward, and a couple of things that have really stood out for me that uh, Dr. Cheryl has has said is that being open to support. So. Really looking at the ego and bringing in experts to help you and be open to that help. And what strikes me about that is it's not a solo journey. Isn't that beautiful news <laughs> to know that we don't have to figure it out on our own. We can get support. We can bring our book forward. The concept of looking at when you're looking at bringing your book forward, are you looking to just publish? Or are you looking to launch it? Are you looking to have your message reach more people? What is your goal? Kind of the end in mind and are the ways you're building that helping you achieve what you're trying to achieve? So you want to make sure there's a line, a alignment with what you are looking to bring forward, what you are trying to do with your message, with your book, with your the work that you're doing as a writer, as a speaker, as an expert. It needs to line up and make sense. I love that reverse engineering uh, that you shared with us, Dr. Cheryl. And I wanted to take a moment and just have you share. I know there have been so many amazing, exciting things that you have been doing and that are coming up, and I'd love for you to take a moment and share.
2: It has been an amazing journey, as you suggested, not without its bumps in the road, but I have spoken with a variety of groups from London to TEDx, and it has been an amazing uh, few months for things. And things that are coming up we're looking forward to is we have many new authors that will be bringing their books forward in the first of the year. We have several new podcasts that have asked for our attention to be able to offer some instruction. And I'm also looking for additional uh, keynote speaking. There are quite a few things with the normalness that is current that I've been asked to uh, look at some stages to coming up in the spring and as well as adding some new, Series. We usually do two books in our Refractive Thinker series, so we're going to have some things to watch starting in 2021, so uh, have a wonderful holiday reason, and then we get ready to buckle up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So exciting, all the things that you're stepping into that you are bringing forward. Um, I know you also have a children's book that is coming out. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that?
2: Oh, I'm thrilled about this. this is going to be a Christmas children's book and it was something that is completely out of my normal wheelhouse and last Christmas it found me, actually, and many people were looking at this incredible story that I hope we're going to do justice for, but the name of the book is called Two Babies in a Manger, and it will be coming out in time for this holiday season, and I am really excited and really nervous because this is not an area of strength for me, so this is something I'm really excited to be learning about and to bring it forward because I think it's a beautiful story that needs to be told, and I'm honored that the universe picked me to do it
1: beautiful exciting exciting and where will be we be able to find that book
2: that will be available on amazon as well as our website it's our inaugural launch into the world with our new children's book imprint so I, we will be watching carefully
1: <laughs> well i'm excited leaning in and listeners i got to see an advanced copy of this powerful book and it is um the story is so moving touches your heart touches your spirit and uh, the graphics are just beautiful so I encourage you to stay tuned and watch for the launch of this uh, powerful book and uh, I know it's one that will warm your heart and your spirit Uh, so I encourage you to lean in check it out and then I wanted to have you share a little bit of how people can go deeper. They've been making questions and taking notes and we may not have touched on everything they were wondering. So how can they uh, go deeper with you, reach out, take things to another level?
2: Well, I'm always happy to spend time with new authors, and, and I offer at least in a half an hour. It usually turns into a, a free first-hour call to be able to talk about some of the things in the publishing world that many folks have not yet experienced, and so if we have that opportunity, please send me an email at drsherylentz at gmail.com. You can also put Dr. Cheryl Lentz into your Google search and all kinds of amazing websites and YouTube channels and blogs and things come up, but connect with me in any way possible. I'm happy to share with you, I'm just ahead of you in the process, and I don't want people to suffer when they have all of these questions when there are those of us who've done it before. So come ask us. We're happy to play. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you for sharing.
1: And what can they look forward to experiencing on your YouTube channel? What sorts of things do you share
2: there? Because I'm a college professor and my students really like to connect with me, and I'm mostly online these days, I do weekly email or weekly video for my students, and many of them are interesting of what's on my heart this week or what's on their heart this week, and many of my students really like it, and I will give you one about the hole in my kayak that's exploding right now. Good news doesn't seem to sell, but the hole in my kayak was one that my students loved, and they loved watching me process it. And I think it's funny when you're able to watch someone in the moment be willing to be raw, to be vulnerable, and be an example. And so I try to use these examples on my YouTube, not just when things go right, but when things just just go and sometimes it's interesting to watch others going, yeah, I'm just like them and if we can do it, you can do it. So a little bit of inspiration.
1: Thank you for sharing. And actually I want to that's something I opened our conversation with and I want to address that you really have a different take on failure and I want to just take a moment and as we're talking about that inspiration and things that people can um, enjoy and experience on your YouTube channel, do you mind sharing a little bit about your take on failure?
2: This is the biggest irony of the whole thing, that suddenly I have become an expert in failure because I have two epic (laughs) failures that started my career. Both of them happened in college. And both of them I could not deal with because they were too painful. And so now I have been... Asked to speak on the concept of failure. Most of it is fail faster, succeed sooner. Look at the idea of failure that we are not the failure. Failure is not the end destination. Failure is not the outcome. Failure is simply the journey to get there. And if we can't If we can't fail, we can't succeed. And so I help people deal with that F word that makes a whole lot of people uncomfortable, including me. And two of my most epic failures are over 30 years old that I'm finally addressing. And my Mm -hmm. TED Talk was called The Anatomy of Failure, and looking where failure lives in the brain. And so we want to be able to look at how you process failure. And if we can help you process it sooner and look at failure as simply part of the learning process, You've got this, and you'll have this a whole lot easier so that failure doesn't stop you. It gives you the gifts that you learn to process from it, because failure happens for you, not to you. And that's an amazing opportunity, but we just don't often see it that way.
1: Mm. Thank you for sharing it for us, not to us. (laughs) A powerful shift Mm -hmm. in perspective. And then I had mentioned earlier that we, you have another gift, another tool that you are uh, making available to us. And this is something, especially with the pandemic, there has been so much shifting and changing that we've had to make and moves to um, being online in different ways. And you have created an amazing tool and resource to help people with that. So do you mind sharing a little bit about that and how people can access? Um, Access this tool.
2: Absolutely, uh, the name of the ebook is called "Bricks to Clicks," and because I'm a 20 year plus college professor, this is what we do and have done for more than 20 years. When the pandemic hit, my world didn't change, other than I took on more students as that professor part of me, and so what we turn to is to our circle of influence. and says, what can we do to help people who don't know how to do what we've done for the last 20 years? So we created the book called Bricks to Clicks. You can find it on Amazon. It's the lowest price on Amazon that we can... Um, put for you, which is 99 cents, but if you email me at drcherylens at com, I'm happy to email you a free copy of it. And it essentially, we did this book in 48 hours, which is also a record. We wanted to be able to, what can we do when the city shut down and everybody went online that we could give you the tools that we use. So we have all kinds of chapters from all of my colleagues from around the world to help you make that transition from the brick-and-mortar world to the online world and to do it faster because we've been doing it for 20 years. So it's not that we're above you or below you. We're just ahead of you since we have the skills, and that's the part you connect with support. Find someone who's done what you've done and ask them or pay them to be able to teach you how, and you'll get there a whole lot faster. So we're happy to provide this, and that book within two hours actually went bestseller, and we couldn't be more pleased that we have been able to be part of the solution to help people master these new skills that are needed in this new environment.
1: Hmm, Wonderful. Thank you so much for leaning in to help and support in that way, making it so available. So 99 cents on Amazon, or you can email Dr. Cheryl and get your copy for free. Uh, Thank you for your generosity and heart and spirit and wisdom and making yourself available today as well as these valuable gifts. I so appreciate it.
2: I am thrilled that we are in a position to be able to help others because there's no reason you have to reinvent the wheel and there's no reason you need to go it alone when there are those of us who have done that. So I'm honored to be part of your journey and to help out. Maybe your journey will be a little easier because of it.
1: Beautiful. And listeners, thank you for joining us today as we lean into the author's journey. And I hope that the conversation has been supportive, both your journey as an author and an expert, as well as your personal and business journey that along the way, these tips, wisdom and insight are supporting you to Create the journey, write the story, bring your message forward, and share it with the world. We need it one page, one step at a time. Have an amazing week, everyone, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Author's Journey. Please join Rebecca Hall Greider for another edition of the Author's Journey podcast every Monday on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until we talk again, use some of the tips and inspiration from today's show to guide you as you lean in to bringing your message forward.